Anthony Donair Podcast, back for another episode. So much to talk about, including Jean-Luc Brunel, Hillary Clinton, and Ted Cruz all caught up in a controversy together. Plus, a former Barclays CEO and Epstein associate gets his stock frozen. We'll hop into that story. Two prosecutors quit in President Trump's case while he praises Vladimir Putin while his daughter Ivanka is in talks to talk with the January 6th commission. We have a freak two, 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 baby. Uh, Greg Abbott strikes again. The Texas Railroad Commissioner candidate race. We're going to talk about that, Frank, and there's a reason why. Because one of the candidates is turning some heads. Can we start with that? Because that's a weird one. Yeah, that is a weird one. And I'm going to trip over that one a whole bunch. Frozen Olympic peen, still not on Truth Social. Um, we've got a new highlight reel out, which we'll discuss. And of course, fan feedback all on this episode. Frankie C is here. How you doing, my man? Doing all right. What's going on? So Ted Cruz found himself in the middle of the Jean-Luc Brunel suicide story. How? Um, well, here's what's amazing about this. He basically did what we did. But we're a silly little podcast, and he is a United States senator. Oh, he! I I know what he did. He he on Twitter, yeah. He kind of made the um, he made it seem like Hillary had something to do with it. So as the news was breaking on Saturday, you know, unbeknownst to a lot of people, he tweeted out, "Does anybody know anyone know where Hillary was this week?" See, we do it in like a joking way. He does it well, joking with a little truth behind it, like we're all just a little curious. We don't know nothing, but to be a a senator saying that kind of thing, yeah, you're an idiot. Ted Cruz (laughs) is an idiot. I'm sorry, (laughs) he's he's a moron in every sense of the word. Yeah. So now he's it now, and and here's the thing with this too. I mean, again, we we question, we wonder. There's obviously something around the. Blintons, as I like to say, in an effort to stay alive and under the radar. Um, you know, there's obviously something there with all of their with all all of that body count going on. Um, but yeah, like you said, he's a United States senator. So if, when he does it, it it reaches a new level of all kinds of insanity and all these people get all crazy around like, yeah, oh, you're, see, you're bra- like, yeah, you might be jo- somewhat joking, but there's as a, you know, uh, an underlying, you know, um, like if if you ask him, he's probably he would probably be like, oh, you know, wink, wink. Yeah, I'm I'm kidding. You know, I feel like the, he's trying to be sneaky about it and like say, yeah, I'm joking. It's a joke, but he's probably deep down probably means it a little bit. You know. Well, I know he means it, but I I, th- I think what the issue becomes is. You know, people think he has some level of security clearance or that there's something that he knows. And that's why it's not appropriate for him to comment on it. We're all wondering it. We all feel like there's probably some bit of truth to it. Ironic. I mean, it can't be that all these people around these two are just coincidentally dying in freak accidents all the time. Um, but when a senator, like I said, when a senator who's, you know, has a certain level of security clearance says some shit like this, it's kind of like, 
You're giving people false hope. Like I feel you're bringing you're 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 bringing a conspiracy theory and you're you're throwing fuel on the fire. Yeah. So now you're getting people to like who, you know, who think maybe, but then, you know, take it. You're making people take it way more seriously than maybe they should. I don't Mm. know. Who knows what what's going on with the Blintons? We don't know anything, but to throw an accusation as a senator, Mm. it's it's fucked up. Speaking of we don't know anything since Saturday, the amount of information gathered on Jean-Luc Brunel has been minimal. Okay. Minimal. Like, quiet. Not, I mean, just, you know, there's so many unanswered questions. And I didn't just... even know he was in custody before before he committed suicide. Well, yeah, because it was, it, was, it was tiny little, like, oh, he's so-and-so. Got, we, we were on it. We talked about it the day it happened. I don't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, but ever since then. I knew he was out there, but I didn't know he was in, you know. Well, they, well, we didn't really talk about it much while he was in prison because there wasn't really much to talk exactly. about. Exactly. That's what, Yeah, that's why he was so under the radar. He wasn't the focus of anything. Yeah, and now it's like, well, are, are there security cameras, all this stuff that we're wondering, and nobody, from what I can see, has been able to gather up the answers. Like, nobody's talking about this. There's no press conference. I, there's an investigation underway, but it's being done by the prison itself. I, I, you know, I'm sure other authorities are involved um, in France, but there's no, like, you know, massive, like, you know, FBI, like all, all the all the agencies are pooling their resources together to come to the end. Of, you mean nothing. the way you mean the way they investigated Epstein? I mean, at least there was something. At least there was. What was there? There was questions being asked and answered. There was. Yeah, everybody's asking questions, but who was answering them? The the people, prisons. At least they were saying like, no comment, or we don't have an answer yet. Or, there is none of that. None. I feel Nothing. like I feel like we're getting we're gonna get the same amount of info that we got about Epstein. I mean, probably by the end of the day, but it's like you know, you, you know, you've been a part of all this, Brian Laundry, Epstein, all these things. That there's a there's a there's a hello. I have questions. Here's my questions. Okay, we're not commenting on that, or we're saying this, and then there's articles. Well, we spoke to the sheriff or the head investigator, and they said no comment. Doesn't mean there's no com- there's doesn't mean there's no no comments being thrown around. It is it just means eerily, they're not reporting on the no comments. Eerily, eerily silent. Eerily, eerily silent. That idiot. <laughs> All right, Barclays freezes ex CEO and Epstein associate stock. Jace Jess J E S. We don't know how to say that. I'm gonna we'll we'll go with the. We'll go with Jess, I guess. I guess. I'm going to say Jess because Jace kind of sounds cool. I don't want to make this guy sound cool. Yeah, he's Jess. Uh, Jess Staley, uh, he was, Barclays is withholding shares of his that are worth $29 million. Uh, it's their former CEO, Jess Staley, pending the outcome of an investigation by British banking regulators into his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. The bank said in its annual report published uh, today that it has suspended bonus and share payments to Staley while regulators probe uh, his links into the financier. 
Uh, Staley owns 9.1 million unvested shares that are subject to performance measures, according to the annual report. You know, banks, companies, they have to put out these annual reports where they list all their stuff. He has another 2.1 million uh, unvested shares that are not subject to performance reviews. Those shares are worth roughly $29 million based on Tuesday's closing price. Uh, the American executive owns 6.8 million shares in Barclays outright. Um, and he's got long ties to Epstein. The FCA Financial Conduct Authority and the Bank of England's Prudential Regulation Authority are investigating the relationship between the two. Uh, the focus is on Staley, how Staley characterized the relationship to his employer. Staley left Barclays last year after the bank was told the preliminary conclusions of the investigation. Staley is contesting those findings. So they did the investigation, and this guy wound up leaving, even though he was arguing against the results of what they found. Barclays said today that it had suspended the vesting of the former CEO's shares pending further developments in respect to the uh, in respect of the regulatory and legal proceedings related to the ongoing investigations. Uh, before he joined Barclays as CEO in December of 2015, Staley worked for more than 30 years at J.P. Morgan, where he served as head of investments in the banking division. His relationship with Epstein dates back to 2000 when he became the head of J.P. Morgan's private bank. Uh, Staley told reporters in a call in February of last year, excuse me, February of two years ago, 2020, I lost a whole year there. can't believe it's 2020. We all lost so. a whole year. Uh, that uh, Epstein was already a client. The relationship was maintained during his time at J.P. Morgan, but as I left Morgan, it tapered off quite significantly. Asked then whether he regretted his relationship with Epstein, Staley said, quote, obviously I thought I knew him well, and I didn't. And for sure, with hindsight of what we all know now, I deeply regret having had any relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, end quote. See? Another apology for the friendship with Epstein. Did you yeah. do something wrong? No, but I want to apologize. It's, well, what do you, you know, that, if anybody, anybody who has a relationship with him is is going to say, you know, I, I'm sorry that I even knew the guy. Whether or not they were involved in anything. So Staley told the Barclays board that he had no contact with Epstein since becoming the Barclays CEO. And I guess that's basically what his contention is, is like, okay, sure, I was palling around with the world's largest pedophile ringleader, but I haven't talked to him since I took this job. So, oh, well, when... you can't take my money from this job. Right. Okay. He supposedly will still receive his annual fixed pay worth 2.4 million pounds, which is the equivalent of 3.3 million dollars in U.S. cash uh, and shares, plus a pension allowance of 164 thousand dollars a year and other benefits until October 31st of 2022. The bank said when he stepped down on November 1st, he is also eligible for the cost of relocating to the United States. This makes me wonder. During and after, and now especially now, what all of the names I guess that came up in the Ghislaine trial or didn't come up and are just in the paperwork, shouldn't they be 
weeded out. Maybe not by, you know, the press might not know about them, but I'm sure the authorities before things were redacted and, and not released, they have those names, don't they? Yeah. Maybe. So this makes me think of why more of this isn't happening. Well, we talk so much about this. It's hard to talk about every single thing on every single episode. But yeah, we have mentioned this before of like, this guy was operating, you know, in this way. And where the, where was the money, like the, the money transactions that were allowed to have, like who are the money people? And this seems like one of the guys, like this seems like one of the dudes is like, yeah, but the people investigating him are just in their own company. There's no authorities of investigating him. Right. Correct. Yeah. Because I guess he's probably sitting there going, well, um, Epstein was already a client when I got to JP Morgan and I got there and I maintained the relationship and then I left and went on my merry way. You know, I mean, it seems like it could be a very innocent. Again, I'm sure there are yeah. innocent people that had some Not sort of everybody who ran into the guy or took care of his money or whoever. Right. Did the gross things that he did. Right. There I'm are sure some he had like that. I'm sure he had two regular people around him at some point you would hope you might be over it might be a big estimate but maybe maybe, maybe. one should we say one maybe one person was just like you know sold the guy a hot dog at one point and but again as you know like uh, going over all the interactions we know of this guy like it's hard like he was disgusting even just oh, like absolutely even in a social setting like he couldn't like the things he said were kind of like what, what no, he was fun? a gross bastard absolutely. but put yourself in their shoes i mean how many pieces of shit do these big money people deal with all the time that are kind of like you're disgusting like some of the shit that you say these people with money think they can say and do whatever they want i never they don't turn that shit off when they're in business meetings right you know so i don't really know what to think you know obviously this guy's getting paid a ton of money anyway you know well, hopefully but... these investigations will either uncover everything or uncover that nothing happened well, and that's the thing too. A lot of these these types of investigations can lead to other types of investigations sure. from real authorities. For you know, that would be good because we don't know. I mean, Jay, you know, uh, who knows? Like again, it all starts with these things because then it's like, well, is the name on the flight logs, and can the spider web? It's you got Epstein, right. and then it's everybody trickling down, right? That is in some way, shape, or form connected you know uh indirectly directly they gotta follow every every thread 100 100 and that's what we'll find out so jess staley will keep our name on it and uh we'll see what comes about uh jumpstart coffee company my friend good stuff the best the you gotta get you, you gotta try a bag just you know give them a whirl and you won't be disappointed. That's, you know, it's can great I, coffee. Can I say has ruined has ruined coffee for me? Has all ruined coffee. coffee. Hmm? Yeah. You mean has ruined all other coffees? This is the only one that, yeah. that passes I, muster. I got this yesterday. You've got to try this coffee. Yet. Okay. So good. Okay. I took a sip of it. I was like, it tastes like tire water. Like, what are you talking mm. about? You have, you have no sense of coffee as yeah. essence. This is good stuff. This is, you know, this isn't a fly by night 
bag of mystery bag. This is awesome coffee. And not only that, yeah, you get the awesome coffee, but 50% of what, you know, of what they take in goes right to the vets, right to the uh, Navy SEAL company, which is amazing. You're not just buying coffee and that's the end of the transaction. You buy the coffee and then they take half of what you give them and it goes there. Plus, you use the code below, AOA15, you click the link, use the code, 15% off right there. Boom. Beautiful thing. You throw in, the, if you want to try a bag, you try a bag, you want, you like it, you want to keep going, you do the uh, uh, subscribe and save. And you just get it. A bag a month delivered to your house. Two bags, whatever you go through. This bag, this this is uh, 12 ounces. This bag, 12 ounces of, of ground up coffee. 12 ounces of heaven, baby. Right. You can go through that in a month. You get another one. You only have to buy it. You don't have to go shopping for it. It just keeps coming. I found. I found don't listen to Frank. Don't listen to me. I found the no, comment listen, that I was searching. Well, yeah. I found the comment I was searching for last episode. Like took Here you it three is. days. Yeah, it took you three days. I was so mad, but I finally found it. Here it is. Uh, hey. hey. Okay. Go ahead, Frank. Hey, I just tried my first cup of Jumpstart coffee. I didn't expect it to arrive as soon as it did, nor at how good this coffee is. The YouTuber's uh, Nomadic Life has excellent coffee, but I have to say this is better. Thank you for sharing Jumpstart. Very nice. I don't know who sent that, but very nice. I took her name off. It's Christy. Christy. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. I don't there like broadcasting people's like last names and stuff. So. No, you don't. No, I didn't, wasn't expecting you to, but that's a nice comment. Now that was in one of our videos. They commented that was in in see this Chris Christine. I'm sorry, Christine. Christine. Um, Christine C. That was in Instagram, which is no the relation. That's the problem with no relation. Very good. Um, that's the problem with the world today. We get comments on Instagram posts, Instagram oh, direct messages, uh, you know, st- story, Instagram story comments, double that all for Facebook, emails into the website, YouTube, uh, all YouTube videos, uh, Facebook video. Like, it's just it's it's there's like an unlimited supply of places that comments can yeah. go. I'm not complaining. I love every comment that comes in. We read them all. This is gold. I love Christine's comment. I'm just saying I'm an idiot. And sometimes having 60 different places to go and get feedback can be a little overwhelming for your old pal Ant that he forgets where he saw something. So as a content creator, there should be one place it all comes funnels into funnels to tell you the company that says this came from here. This came from here. I think there are companies that do that, and they charge you like six hundred dollars a month just to do it. So that's Lame. not exactly in our budget just yet. I hear you. But uh, thanks to Jumpstart, of course, as Frank said, click the link in the description below to purchase your coffee. Save fifteen percent. Again, every bit of feedback we get is just like Christine's. They all drink it and they go, "Holy shit, this is good." They don't expect it to be that good because there are tons of hacks out there hawking shitty products just to make money. You know, it's hard for us to stand out when we do, you know, we do we do our research and we make sure we you find good stuff. You got to do your research. Um, so it's hard. People get a little skeptical. And then when they taste it, they're like, holy shit, these guys weren't lying. Well, there you go. That's why it's great to share the feedback from the fans themselves on Jumpstart Coffee Company. Agreed. I mean, you could listen to us yap about it all day, but proof's in the pudding, my friends. Proof's in the pudding and in the comments that we have trouble finding. The old comment uh, pudding. 
<laughs> uh, two Manhattan prosecutors leading the Trump Organization probe have resigned today. This is huge breaking news. Did they give a reason? So that's the basic. This is the problem with the with you know things that happen. They're not talking. So all it so that means that everybody else is talking for them, and Ugh. we don't know why that they've resigned. Other than gonna, I mean, we're gonna jump into that boat now too. We are because what else? What uh, what could the assumption be? They have they they're busy. They're getting married. They're, why would two? <laughs> yeah, why? I understand if one can't continue for whatever reason. Right. But two at the same exact time seems weird. I don't know what would make two people jump ship. Well, uh, in a prosecution, though, but I could see like a defense attorney. Uh, that That's normal. A defense attorney jumps ship for whatever reason and it causes controversy. I never really. You, do you hear of prosecutors jumping ship for just in the well, middle of stuff? Only when they're not happy with the direction that the case is going in and they can't, they don't think that they can do their job. Is that why you think that's why? What else? What are the, like I said, what what else would be the reason? The hell do I know? Maybe they were being intimidated in some way. Mm -mm. So it is Mark. Oh, it's possible for the Blintons, but not for the Blumps. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but I mean, let's, let's be honest. When two prosecutors um coordinate Quit. a resignation together yeah no it doesn't it doesn't look good for the prosecution's case it, I it looks it. like they're being but, forced to carry on the case when they feel like there's nothing there yeah but you know like if a is that a reason to quit a case you, because you you think you might lose like as a prosecutor you, you still go to no 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 they, the the reason is it's so oh, it's, absurdly ridiculous that you're oh, being that there's not even a case kind there's, of thing? yeah you're yeah there's no there's no this is close there's no this, if a prosecutor's going and going this is a coin toss i don't know if we're going to get this or not i think they still go for it when it's like there's no remote chance this is happening that's when they're like, why are we or if they're constantly being told to investigate, 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 and everything that they're coming up with is nothing. Right. So here's the here, here's the story. Mark Pomerantz and Carrie Dunn uh Art both resigned. Carrie Dunn, D U N N E, both resigned today. A source told the New York Post that the prosecutors jointly stepped down, stressing that the coordinated nature of the departures was a sign of intense frustration with the direction of the case. Uh, A DA spokeswoman, Danielle Filson, said in a statement, we are grateful for their service, but declined to comment any further. The investigation is into former President Donald Trump's launch. um, The excuse me, the investigation into former President Donald Trump was launched in 2018 under then DA Cyrus Vance, who charged the Trump Organization and its longtime chief financial officer, Alan Weisberg, it's an awesome name, by the way. Cyrus year. Vance. Cyrus Vance is good. Yeah. It's very, very good. All right. So they started the case in 2018. Vance. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Vance convened another grand jury before new district attorney Alvin Bragg took over in January. Dunn, who joined the office in 1984, served as Vance's general counsel, had overseen the investigation from the outset successfully arguing before the U.S. Supreme Court for Trump's tax records. Pomerantz, a former federal prosecutor in Manhattan and criminal defense attorney, was brought on by Vance last year to join the probe. Neither immediately returned messages from the press. The New York Times broke this story, uh, first reporting the move, saying that it came after Bragg suggested to the attorneys 
that they had doubts about moving forward. Prosecutors had been questioning witnesses before the grand jury for about a month, excuse me, up till about a month ago, essentially stopping the investigation, according to the New York Times. So supposedly, according to the Times, they haven't been questioning witnesses in in about a month. Okay. Uh, I don't know how investigations run. I don't know if that's normal or not. I don't think it's normal. Criminal defense attorney Ron Fischetti, who represents Trump and his company, told the Post that the resignations coming, uh, told the Post he saw the resignations coming and was, quote, happy with the development while maintaining his client's innocence. Okay. Hey, uh, just when they're, they said they were unhappy with the direction that the investigation was going. Mm-hmm. could be a, just a conflict like internal struggle like i want to go this way with the with the thing i'm just saying there's more than one way to read into that it could be that there's nothing there and there's no point in doing this thing this investigation which very well could be mm-hmm. or it could be it's not going like we're trying to control this investigation someone else is telling us to go this way we disagree was it uh uh Conflict of not interest, but like professional conflict. What is that called? I don't know. When you when you disagree with your boss, your boss is telling you to go in one direction. You want to take it in a different direction. Yeah, and you can't come together. Yeah, um, my brain is empty, just as empty as yours. I know yeah, what you're talking I, about. I can't think of it, but it just it could be that it could be that there's nothing there. Who knows? I don't know. Um, but uh, I do know that Letitia James, the New York Attorney General, is also investigating something similar, and there's like 400 other investigations into Trump right now. So, all right. So this one, maybe this one doesn't have something. I don't know. I mean, it feels like it's a, it's much to do about nothing. I remember the Trump family talking about the thing that they got Weiss Weiss whatever the guy's name is on the tax thing with his car or something or some weird shit i don't know but again i said a lot of this during trump's presidency all we heard was whispers and this and that and investigations and and grand juries and indictments and blah 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 and nothing ever came down nothing has come down nothing has happened all these twitter geniuses with it's this going to be the end he's going to have to resign and he's going to have to do this and he's going to be arrested and he's this and that and that to date, nothing has happened. Bunch of stuff has happened, just not to him. Yeah, and and everybody acts Lots like of people went to jail. Lots of people were indicted. Just not him. True. True. But so they investigated. They got a lot of a lot of bad people, a lot of bad players. Just for some reason, he keeps skating by. Could it so, be because he's not done anything wrong? <laughs> it could be, but... You know, I mean... But when everybody else around him and underneath him and working for him is going to jail... Yeah, I'm not defending the guy. I'm just saying maybe he's just a shitty television personality that, you know, cut cut corners on his tax returns and shit like that. and That should be enough. Could be that. I mean... Well, okay. It's not really, that's not something you put people in jail for necessarily. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I don't have, I'm not investigating, so I have no idea. Yeah. 
Uh, that being said, I'll turn it back around the other way. Um, the whole interview where he... It, it boggles my mind how anybody can hear this and think, this is my guy. This is the guy I want to run America. It boggles my mind. I don't get it. You seem very hot about this one. How do you want to handle Do you want me to play the clip? Do you want to talk about it first? Play it, you want to oh, play it so set people it up know what or? we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me play it. Let me play it this way. Uh, yeah, this was on uh, the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. How about that for Ooh. a name? Buck Sexton, everybody. That is a porn name if I've ever heard one. Cyrus. What was the other guy's name? Cyrus what? Oh. Davis? I forgot already. Oh, uh, no. It was a good. It was a. Oh, it was a good one. Yeah. Damn. Get Cyrus Davis and Buck Sexton in a room together and oh, see what's was... what. Yeah, those are good names. I can't help the fact that thinking that Buck Sexton was named in the same day or so as Dirk Diggler. I'm just saying. Buck naked. Um, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, they were the ones who took over for uh, Rush Limbaugh. They took Rush Limbaugh's spot. So again, got to be ultra conservative and do that no. whole to do that whole thing. So President Trump was on there, um, miraculously not on the phone. Felt like a Zoom Skype sort of situation because his voice was pretty clear. But anyway, it's a one minute thirty nine second clip. I'll play it all the way through. Do you want me to stop it? We'll see. Play it, it all the way through. All right, Frank's in charge of this segment here. So here it is. I don't have to be in charge of this. Said that they are recognizing two breakaway regions of Ukraine. And now this White House is stating that this is an invasion. That's a strong word. What went wrong here? What has the current occupant of the Oval Office done that he could have done differently? Well, should we stop before? Can yeah, I jump I'm, in? I'm just, I'm, cause Scott. Okay. Cause this has nothing to do with Trump. This just has to do with the current climate of media bullshit. Like they're going to, they're, they're, Putin says, hey, these two, Putin, Putin, who is lined up just tanks and does, he has done everything but blow anything up, which is actually not even true because I've, I saw TikTok was really alarming. Of yeah, I'm not 100% sure what he's done. And I, well, I thought he went in already in one spot, but he didn't. I don't think he, I think he's just there and he's very, poised and ready to go right i i saw but i saw a TikTok of of some bombs landing in ukraine and it was very alarming but anyway that's besides the point so whether he's in or not the fact that he he the the first real move of this takeover war invasion whatever was him saying hey these two regions are are free independent places and they have nothing to worry about because those regions are filled with russian people they're just filled with Russian people that live in the Ukraine, you know? Yeah. And so and he, once you take over Ukraine, it's not like, what are they going to be their own little, they're going to fall in line anyway. It doesn't matter. No, I correct. But the problem, the thing is, is uh, Putin for as much as a monster as he is, can't be seen as out there blowing up his own people to take over some, you know what I'm saying? So he does this because it's like, I'm not going to blow up Russian people living in Ukraine. So these two areas are fine. He, he did that to ease everybody in those two spots. Basically saying, I'm not going to kill my own people to do this. It's more about taking what what's back, taking, I'm saying this is what he's saying taking back what belongs to russia and he's not going to kill his own people to do that so basically he came out and said these two regions are fine no big deal this ass fuck i don't even know if that's clay travis or bucks i don't know which one it is 
turns around and says that the the Biden administration mis miscategorized it as an invasion. I mean, this is a like think about every other major war and the little tiny insignificant thing that happened right before everything got blown up. And they all go, well, that was the first thing. Well, this is the first fucking thing. What's the difference? What you fucking call it? This is like people that argue about is January 6th an insurrection or is it this or is it that bullshit? Either shitty stuff was done or not. doesn't matter what you categorize or call it. And I fucking hate the media. They're awful, especially fucking radio people. Go ahead. Hey, sorry. Here's my point. So he asked a question about what the, what they call them is what could, um, what could Biden, President Biden have done differently or whatever? And what went wrong? And right away, his answer, will you will see, it will be nothing to do with the current situation. It'll be how he was screwed out of an election. Current occupant of the Oval Office done that he could have done differently. Well, what went wrong was a rigged election. And what went wrong is a candidate that shouldn't be there and a man that has no concept of what he's doing. I went in yesterday and there was a television screen and I said, this is genius. Putin declares a big portion of the Ukraine, of Ukraine. Putin declares it as independent. Oh, that's wonderful. So Putin is now saying it's independent, a large section of Ukraine. I said, how smart is that? And he's going to go in and be a peacekeeper. That's the strongest Peace force. We could use that on our southern border. That's the strongest peace force I've ever seen. There were more army tanks than I've ever seen. They're going to keep peace all right. No, but think of it. Here's a guy who's very savvy. I know him very well. Very, very well. No By shit. the way, this never would have happened with us. Had I been in office, not even thinkable. This would never have happened. But here's a guy that says, you know, uh, I'm going to declare a big portion of Ukraine independent. He used the word independent. And we're going to go out and we're going to go in and we're going to help keep peace. You got to say that's pretty savvy. And you know what the response was from Biden? There was no response. They didn't have one for that. Now it's very sad. What a piece of shit. I'm sorry. But when you praise a dictator for invading a peaceful country and doing it, in a sa he's savvy and he's brilliant. Uh, a genius is what he said. Not brilliant. He said genius. Excuse me. So when he does when he does that and says, "Oh, we could use that kind of that kind of uh, thinking in in here in America," are you? There's something wrong with that, and there's something wrong when people look at that and hear that and think, "Wow, this guy should be running our country." If he if he likes what Putin's doing, invading a country for no other reason than to just build up his 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 land and and just take over a country, well. But yeah, that that should be what we're that should be our our leader. You know, that's uh, our leader should be the guy praising this guy. I mean, what the what the fuck is wrong with this guy? And he doesn't even he takes he takes every opportunity when he talks about Putin or any of these dictators. He, he never in the five years uh, leading up to the election, uh, six years leading up to the election, his presidency, and to now. Um, or what is it? Or yeah, till now, seven years. He's never said a, a negative thing about Putin. I've never heard a negative thing. Not oh, he should. He is a bad guy, and he you know, he he got to watch himself because we're gonna you know we're gonna mess with him. 
and everybody's going to be in the comments. Well, he put sanctions on him. He took meaningless sanctions that did nothing. That's all he, and that's all he did to show, like, oh, you see, I'm tough on him. I'm tough. But no, this he praises him. He kisses his ass, and this is who you want to lead America: a guy who kisses Putin's ass. That's that's it infuriates me that people look at this guy and think that's what we want. So I have, I have an opinion on this. Obviously, I have a take on this. But before I share that, I want to ask you a question. Go ahead. Go do ahead. you think? Go ahead. Do you go ahead. think that there was truth to the one part that he said that this wouldn't have happened if he was in office? No. Why? Why? What would his? What would he have done differently? He would have kissed his ass. He would say, oh, "I think what he's doing is smart." I'm probably going to do the same thing to Greenland. They won't. I wanted to buy Greenland, but they wouldn't sell it to me. So maybe I just invade. <laughs> well, because well, here's the thing with that though. Trump, not my words, although I do agree, um, was viewed as a tougher uh, person, tougher president. Tougher I mean, most in what in what arena? In willing to go the distance to stop thing to stop whatever is happening, and what to be fair, but, well, to be fair, most Republicans are. It's that daddy mommy complex when when we want to be coddled and cuddled and you know we want things to be better. We go to you know a Democrat. We go to he mommy jack shit. And when we need toughness in the world, and we need somebody to stand up for something or whatever, we go to daddy, we go to the Republican. That's yeah. typically what there's happens. There's toughness, and then there's being a jackass on the world stage and being a bully and pushing people, our friends around, and and thinking, you know, uh, and buddying up with Putin and Kim Jong-un, all those other dictators, and then taking your friends and your allies and treating them like shit and making them think we're all assholes. Also, am I the only one who craves French fries covered in cheese and gravy when we talk about Vladimir Putin? Because that's just poutine. It's all I can think about. It's just a delicious bowl be of poutine. Better that that cheer me up a little. When I think about all the rage that Vladimir Putin causes, and I think about all the love that poutine causes, it's amazing that they're both spelled the same. But you can't associate the two. <laughs> like the yin and one, yang, it's just the opposite. One, one's a piece of shit. And the other one is a heavenly plate of awesomeness. <laughs> Just awesomeness. Thanks, Canada. I feel like we don't thank Canada enough for poutine. And I like I think we should do it every single episode. And I'm gonna seriously think about instituting that policy on this podcast. I'm fine with that. I love a, a nice plate of poutine right now. Yeah, we'll just dedicate two and a half minutes every episode to talking about how much we're grateful for the fact that Canada exists and gave us poutine. Hey. Um I'm in. Anyway. Me with a good time. Anyway, the so here's the thing with that, though, uh, president. Uh, so Trump was president for four years and Vladimir Putin didn't do this in those four years. OK, why is he doing it now? He didn't do it last year when Biden was president either. He didn't do no. it when Obama was president. What do you what's your point? He's doing it now. I don't know. I think people I, felt I think people felt more like Trump is a wild card and there's no telling what he'll do or what lengths he'll go to or where he'll put the. U.S. might, uh, you know, the U.S. forces and to stop or do or whatever. And um, Biden is not that kind of a guy. He's not that kind of a nobody thinks of Biden as a strong. Controlling character. He ended the 20 year war. He did. 
That's he a, did. You know, it, was it perfect? No. But it's over. Right. Got our troops out and ended but the that's war. But that's not stopping that's somebody. Taking, that's not stopping going. Stopping a war. But that's not going head to head with somebody. That's he basically was retreating. He was pulling out, which was a brave thing to do. I think I, he did. He, Trump promised he would do it, and Trump didn't do it. Biden did it, so I give him credit. I give him full marks there, even though it wasn't done well. I don't think it would have been done well on any scale. It was kind of going to be a hard thing to do anyway. Um, and I think the blame needs to be placed where it needs to be placed. You could blame Obama took- a little bit and you can blame George W. Bush who was really to blame for Biden, that whole Biden went on TV with. and said this buck stops with me yeah he said I take yeah, yeah. Full, full responsibility but we're getting for off everything. we're getting off topic which is do you think honestly that that Putin would have tried this if Trump was still in office I have no idea I don't know I think there's some truth to that that, that I have no idea sure there is <laughs> I think there's some truth to that that I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying Trump's a thousand percent right, but I'm saying it's easier to play this hand against Biden than it is against Trump. I think if Trump, if uh, Putin was going to try it while Trump was in office, I don't think Trump would have put up much of a fight. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think he would have been, he would have threatened him. He made, he made it through a couple of sanctions to show good faith. It, you know, oh, you know, we're, We'll, 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 you know, be tough with Russia. They don't want me to, they don't want to come up against me. Yeah. And then he'll put up a couple of sanctions and then he wouldn't, I don't think he would go to bat for Ukraine. It's, it's, it's true because at the end, and believe me, my take is coming. I didn't forget it. I got it. But, um, it is true. I, cause I think underlying under all of this, cause I feel like people are gonna be like, oh, Trump would have blew that place to smithereens. Like I think underlying in all of this is nobody really gives a shit, sadly. And nobody wants to see two huge powers go at it over something like this. Nobody wants to see Ukraine taken over, but also at the same token, nobody really wants to see this thing be the thing that elevates and gets out of control. And next thing is we're into a, another 12, 15, 18 year. Nobody wants know. to see that. Of course not. Nobody wants to see that. Um, really. No. And... Oh, I just had a point. I went right out of my head. Sorry. Oh, look what he did with uh, in Syria. He, he abandoned our, our allies, uh, Trump. When he when he uh, when he bombed Syria, he fucked with the Kurds. That's our friends, and he he totally fucked them over. So what's who's why would he give a shit about Ukraine? I don't know. Um, here's my take on this whole thing. He's right. Who? Trump. About? But what he said was right, was correct. It was a savvy move. It, I wouldn't call him a genius, um, but it was a savvy move, again, to say, hey, this, this, these two areas are going to be okay. How is that savvy? And then, well, let me finish. Everybody sees right through it. Well. Go ahead. Go ahead. He's not wrong. It, it was, it, it. Putin took a Putin, the the one issue Putin had with taking over this country is these two territories and him coming out and saying, hey, they're independent, kind of putting all those people at ease. Smart move um, with peacekeeping, you know, up on the border like he's he's from a tactical military standpoint. He's doing all the right things. Trump's not wrong. I Where disagree. I have my issue it. What? I disagree. 
Okay. Well, you're wrong, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's right. Here's where my issue is. And I would, I would love to hear from the Trump supporters. Honestly, I would love to hear, that, hear them to tell me that I'm wrong. Because I'm not, by the way. You're, you're wrong. In case you're curious, Frank. Get ready. 100% right here. Oh, good. Um, Trump's not wrong. Everything he said was right. What he said should be left for people like you and I, Hannity, uh, Don Lemon, whatever. It's for the pundits. It's for us to talk about. It's not for the former president to discuss, and it's not for the potential candidate for 2024 to discuss yet. Because where I think that Trump was wrong big time is he's putting himself over country again. Oh, which is what is his that issue not on brand? Which is what his issue was with January 6th, with the election itself, him leaving and not being at the Biden inauguration. These are all things that I think real conservatives, not crazy Trumpers, real conservatives don't like about him. And that was just in the last month of his presidency. This uh, th this is a big problem of his. They, people like the bravado. They like the ego. They like that he doesn't kowtow to political correctness and, and left-wing media. But this other little, that uh, he just goes a smidge too far all the time. He's putting himself above country. This is a United States issue. This is not a Democrat versus Republican issue. This is serious shit. And if somebody asked the former president, no matter how wrong he feels he is with the election and all the things going on in the world, his answer should be, listen, I stand with the United States of America. I may disagree with our president on how he handles things. I may be mad at him for rigging the last election, but I stand by him and what he plans yeah. on doing. Bull. Yeah, it should be that. That's what should be done. Nobody in this country, we can question, we can debate. I'm not saying that. That is all well and good. But at the end of the day, he, and he should know this because when you're in that fucking chair, there's nobody that knows more than you. Biden and him when he was in it, they have all the latest intel, information, their shit that they cannot say out loud. And you know that. And then you have some asshole who's criticizing you and you sit there and you go, well, if I just said everything, I could shut this guy up. But God knows what sort of jeopardy I'm putting people in, in, you know, as the situation, our troops and everything else is escalating. So I have to shut the fuck up now. This guy's out there being an asshole. Usually that's reserved for members of Congress. But in this particular case, it was Trump. And I think that Trump was really wrong in saying what he said. What he said was not incorrect. It was tactically savvy maneuvers by somebody who's about to do something really bad um but it's not his fucking place to say he should just say listen i may have handled things different i may have done this or that but we have to be together on this issue because putin needs to be stopped and we have to make sure that us and our ally countries are getting to and i know it's a canned response and we all love trump because he says whatever he feels off the top of his head but again, you're talking about a serious situation here where people are going to die. He doesn't, he doesn't give a shit He doesn't about care. That. He cares about himself more He's... than the other things. And I think that is the one chink in his armor that can take him down when it comes to the fact that he might have to face a real strong conservative in the primaries that could be an issue with him. That that's what Pence can Pence can turn around and be like, 
I wouldn't do that to this guy. I put the country first over me and he doesn't know how to, like, he's making himself vulnerable and he doesn't see it. And I think it's a mistake. For him. Yeah. But the sad part is people hear that and go, Oh, Trump, Trump, Trump. Now, why do you think there's so many Trump flags uh, alongside or in place of American flags? Cause people, for some reason, follow this guy. Like he's uh, like, he's their friggin', you know, they're the second coming. Like he's on, you know, like he's infallible. They, they follow him into, you know, but even though he can give a shit about you. Now, how right am I? Look at you. You're, you're all on right. my side now. You're not right about Putin. I think what he did is just throw a line of bullshit out there that no one's buying except Trump. Trump is like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's very savvy, very genius. No, the people in that area are buying it. They've, they're sure. they're, no, they're walking no. around going, oh, thanks. I, I was I was worried. Uh, my it means uh, shit, though. He, he's going to tell them if he's invading them. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to, but if even if he were going to, no, he doesn't need to invade them. Is what I'm saying. No, nobody in those regions is going to put up a fight for him. That's fine, but it doesn't mean anything. It, what if, if you're invading? If you're invading, let's say as an example, if you're invading New Jersey. the United States, oh. and he goes, "Ah, oh, the people of New Jersey uh, can rest easy. They're, you're going to be fine." What does that matter when you're taking over the entire United States? Well, the scumbags in New Jersey would be like, oh, we'll help you. So he's divide he's dividing up the the country into people who can give a sh you know, I'm not saying what he did was good. I'm just saying it was he it's a he a bad man is doing something that is tactically correct in order to do his bad thing. I don't want to say it's a good thing. It's bad. I wish he wouldn't do it. But he found a way around a touchy issue that would that it, that would would prevent him from doing this bad thing successfully maybe but what he's also doing doesn't make a difference to anyone outside of the ukraine he, like if he said whatever he says oh oh we don't have to work we don't have to let's not send troops to defend this place because we don't you know he's not fooling anyone when he says stuff like this like he's not trying to you know like if he wants to if he wanted to tell everybody oh listen we're trying to do this in a diplomatic way and we're gonna we're gonna you know we're not gonna invade here because they're peaceful you know they're on our it's like no we're not listening to you don't you're distracting from the fact that i'm a thousand percent right mm. and i i'm i'm gonna give everybody time a couple of days especially my trump loving friends it to disagree take... i i want to hear why i'm wrong because i'm a thou thousand why percent you're right because it doesn't take a savvy person to say i'm not invaded a, a place you're missing you're me. missing the whole That's thing not savvy you're missing the whole thing That's it the is. thing you're saying it, it is but it's inconsequential i'm talking more about the fact of here is a person that cannot put his country first before him that's the other and that's, that's other why habit. he's wrong trump, right trump is wrong but i'm saying right and i want to hear the trump fans disagree with me because he's not wrong what he said. What he said was correct, but he shouldn't say it. It should not come from him. I this don't is understand like, why like when he, he's not wrong. This is like when he was president and all the crazy people, there's thousands of little countries out there that do all sorts of crazy shit. They're, they come up in little stories and we talk about them a little here and there. But if he were to respond to something, if the president of the United States was to respond to the little country and the little dictator and the little country that's causing a problem, you're putting you're putting shark teeth in his mouth. You're giving him credence. He doesn't do that. What happens? The Secretary of State responds, or somebody else gives a response. It's 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 why we have a 
proportionate responses. Him doing this is is incorrect. He wouldn't have done it if he was president, give a disproportionate response. He let Mike Pompeo or Bolton or whoever else handle some of those things. If he were president, he would have said exactly what he said today. He would have went out on cat on uh, whatever. But that's different. If he's president, I'm fine. Like if he's president, and he if he's president and said, "Well, I think what Vladimir Putin's doing is savvy, and he's a genius." Well, that would be wrong for a different reason. But it, but he could say whatever what he wants. Say, what makes you say he would say anything different? But he can say whatever he wants because he's the guy making the call in that particular instance. In he this, can't say whatever he wants. In this particular instance, it is. I think. Again, I feel it is his responsibility as a former president and a future candidate, again, to put country above himself. And yeah, he cannot that. do that. He can't. It's himself. Always. That's why he's wrong. What he said That's wasn't wrong. Of, yes, it is. He's wrong. He's wrong. And what he said is wrong. No, what he said was Putin right. Putin is not a genius for this, for this whole thing. Again, I don't he's know if I would have used the word genius, but it was a savvy move. It's not a savvy move to say I'm not invading a spot that doesn't need me to invade it. How is that yeah, savvy? Because he it because do anything. It's still an invasion. Because people were wondering what's going to happen with the eastern portion of Ukraine, which is very pro-Russian, and he eliminated that fear. It's still an invasion, though. That's that's again like saying you're I'm having a hard time because he's doing a bad thing. And he did something that was in that was so smart he made it he to made do it the bad thing. You can't separate no. the fact that it's a bad thing. No, and no, it's no. all wrong. It's all right. That's true. But what I'm saying is, he took something that is a hundred percent wrong and made it a hundred percent wrong, but made the last three percent uh, maybe a tiny bit easier. That's all he did, and it, did, it doesn't do anything except. Except eliminate a small portion of the uh, a portion of Ukraine from going. Oh, okay, we don't have to worry. That's okay. all it does. What you're saying is is that bad people can't do intelligent things, which is no, it's not what I'm false. saying. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this doesn't do anything intelligent. This doesn't show any intelligence. It just shows that he's trying to again. It doesn't show genius. I agree, but it is he did eliminate a problem that he had. That he had. It yes, but it, it's not even a problem. It wasn't a problem anyway. It is a problem for his people. He's a dictator in Russia, correct? Russians, yeah. I don't think for the most Russians probably put up with a lot of shit from him because they feel like whatever, you know, it's, you know, they're living their lives. They can't do it. They can't rise above this or that. You know, people will go along with a lot of bullshit just because they can't be bothered. If he is brutally killing Russian people that just happen to live on the other side of this imaginary line that does not bode well for him and holding on to control of that country. Yeah. That could potentially lead to problems for him. Do you agree? Sure. He solved that problem for himself. Whoop-de-doo. Like I know you're, you're not him, impressed. No, but he, no, you're giving him too much credit for doing something he was never going to do anyway. I think I'm giving him the appropriate amount of credit. You're acting like I'm, I, I said he's not a genius, but you're he solved he the problem. Savvy, he solved the problem. By not invading his own people. That's yeah. That, no one's going to do that. Why would he do that anyway? Oh, no, I think you're giving it. Well, people were wondering how he was going to get around it. And he turned around and said, oh, these areas are independent. Nobody was calling these areas independent nations. They're calling them the Ukraine. He basically said, yeah, but it, it's his own people. 
it's bullshit. But what he's saying is, is it's the Ukraine that is oppressing these independent regions. These are independent countries that should be treated as such. And the Ukraine is claiming them as their own. And that's wrong. And that's why we're going to go. He's he's flipping the script on Ukraine. It's bullshit, but he's doing it. It's what he's selling to his people. You think Castro was great? Like he did the same shit. This is dictator stuff that he's doing. What makes you think they're buying it anyway? They, they see it's Putin. It's not like they trust the guy. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if the fear. They don't care. You know. They don't you know. care. If Jersey was we're in New York, if Jersey was being invaded, and they say we're going to leave New York alone, you wouldn't care. No, listen. We we went into Iraq and Afghanistan, and a lot of people in this country for a long time were like, eh. It was think, it was years before we were like, holy shit, this is really bad. I think once someone does stupid things, to call any part of it savvy is giving him too much credit. You could say that. I disagree with uh, you. I think no. Plus, not not only that. That's not my whole point. My whole point is that just saying I'm not invading the people who support me is not a savvy move. It's a dictator move. That why would he do that anyway? He's just he's narrowing his field. Sure, but. Why would he invade a place that has his support anyway? It's, it doesn't make any sense. Anybody would have probably done the same thing. But for him to act like, first of all, there's no problem in the Ukraine. The, these areas in the Ukraine don't care that they're part of the Ukraine. For him to turn around and be like, how dare the Ukraine want to control? He He's blaming the Ukraine for doing what he is about to do. So why is that savvy and, and not and not I, just uh, uh, him if, being a dick and making something up? That's he not savvy. is being a dick, but uh, he could have just gone in and blown it all up and taken it over. So he he's didn't just trying do to, that. Yeah, I know. But he all he's trying to do is he just found a better it. way to be a dick. It's not even a better way. That's my point. My point is he's just trying to justify it. And even that is a, is a bad attempt. It's not like he's convincing anybody. He's just saying, all right. I'm not going to invade you guys, but I'll invade. I'm going to go here. It's like, uh, great. You're still doing something terrible and it's not easing anybody's tensions. Cause you like, let's say if, he's not I, interested in easing tensions. He's interested in getting the Ukraine back into Russia. So what does and he's going to take? These so two, what does that have to do with anything then? He's going to take places. these two independent, independent nations. And eventually he's going to be like, Oh, they want to join us. So here we go. And that's what he's going to do. So he could have done that anyway. Yeah, but he would have had to blow up more stuff. He's got to blow up oh, more stuff. Oh, well, now. he blows up less stuff. It's smart. It's a smarter it's move. not that smart. It's, it's really not. It may not be that smart, but it is a smarter move. Great. It is the lesser of two evils. Way, I think you're giving way too much credit to this guy. I, I'm trying. Like, you know, I, I mean, how could I put this? So to, you know, if he's in a meeting with his cabinet or whatever, and they're like, well, we could just blow it all up in, in this or we have this idea of we call these people independent and we act like we're freeing them. And he goes, oh, that one. You don't have to give him a ton of credit and call him a genius. I agree. But you got to be like, OK, well, he picked the He did the right one, even though he's doing a shitty thing. Right. Still not. the. Okay. Like, you just can't get around it because it's, a, no, it's bad. No, it's doesn't make a difference in the end. He's not going to invade the countries surrounding Ukraine. Because they have nothing to do with it. Is that savvy? No, well, no, but it's the it's it's the area in between the Ukraine and the Russia. 
It's okay. not like it's like on the other side or it doesn't matter. It's it's right there. Great. <laughs> All right, moving on. So what does that have to do with anything? It doesn't. He's still invading and it doesn't matter if this place is left alone or not because it's still huge Russia invading little Ukraine and saying we're going to take you over. So, all right, this little this place here, we we'll, we'll go around you. It's like uh, great. It's not a dumb thing to do. It's a smart thing to do. Smart. It's, sm- it's, a, okay. it's just a, it's a thing to do. The point is, is is he could have just rolled through these areas with tanks and shit and it would still have people to. and done some horrible things. He's not doing that. Okay, so you're giving him credit. You're giving him credit for not doing something terrible. You got it. There has to be some kind of credit. No, there doesn't. You're giving him credit for, for for seeing a chance to do something terrible and not doing it. That's what you. That's. Does that make sense? I'm trying to think what I could equate this to. I don't want to. I don't want go. I don't want to go to one area. Right, you know. So he's he's doing this one big terrible thing. Okay, he he decides not to do this terrible thing here, but he's still doing this big terrible thing, and you're giving him credit for not doing this little piece. I don't, it's not like I'm pra- I'm not showering him with praise. I'm you're just saying, saying it's smart, it's savvy in the journey of his shitty thing that I don't agree with that I would hope he doesn't do. Listen, you know, I think you should just move to Russia. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to my family now. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me that you I, you wouldn't immediately jump to this guy's a lunatic and it's not smart what he's doing because he's going to create huge problems. Why would you praise yes, him in any way? I, of course, goes without saying. Why would you compliment him in any way? No it's matter what not he's a, doing. It's not a... Because, saying he did something smart is a compliment. Okay, because war and the world is an ugly place sometimes, and you have to be realistic, and sometimes shitty people do smart things to go on and do their shitty fucking stuff. If you look at the amount of, of crafty things that Hitler did to do his do the worst thing that you could think about. He did a lot of that. He did a lot of that with passports and the organization. You can't say the Nazis weren't an organized group of people. Their organization was probably second to none. They still did the worst possible fucking thing in the world. But you're, you, but you're saying that Putin choosing not to do something horrendous is smart. No, because what you're saying is is that shitty people can't do things That's not well. What I'm saying shitty people do things well all the time. I'm not saying he didn't get to where he is because he didn't. You know, he's not. Uh, you know, doing what he can to get higher and uh, you know create all his power. But what I'm saying is, when he does something huge and shitty, you can't say, "Oh, he's he's not doing this little shitty thing." So let's say he's smart. All right, let me ask you a question. This is this is the topic that's going to sink us. That's going to make this us is not get any. Can we like time. agree to disagree and move on? Yes, we will. But let me ask. Oh, I'll we give will. This, let me. I'll, I'll give you this one second. last thing. One last thing. Can you agree that a no. serial killer mm. can be intelligent? Sure. In how he evades the police yes. and the authorities and continues yes. to go on and do horrible things. Yes. Can you agree that he has to outsmart? the people that are investigating him, the, the police, in order to continue to go and stay out of their reach and do horrible things. Yes. 
Okay, so this is it's the same. It's not because it's doesn't it's not a huge smart thing. It's 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 a it's a it's a thing he's doing, sure, and it's sparing some people and some a, a, a small place that that could be in, involved in the war or whatever's going to happen. Um, but he's still taking it's not it's still going to affect them and he's he's just basically taking the 100% thing he's doing and taking it down to 99%. It's not making that much of a difference and it doesn't take a lot of intelligence to say I'm not going to invade this place that that I get it. You, I I yeah, I do understand where you're coming from. You're not It's get, the last you're... part that's the most important. That no no that you're missing. The last part is that it doesn't take a lot of genius or smarts to say I'm not going to invade a place that supports me. You're saying that any person That's a no-brainer. That, any person in that position would have made the same call as what you're saying and he doesn't Any person that can get to that position would have made the same call. I think so. And I, I, okay, well, that's where we disagree because I think that the, he gets the credit. Just the same way that the President of the United States gets the credit for all the good things that happens during his watch and gets the blame for all the bad things. And that's, let's be honest, that's why Trump is out. Not because the election was rigged, but because COVID happened on his watch and he gets the blame for it. People just wanted something different and that was right. it. I'm not saying Putin doesn't do, you know, crafty things, whatever. He's a, he's obviously came into power because he has some kind of uh, ability. But mm. what I'm saying is I think how this all started and where it's branched off is that it started with Trump calling Putin a genius. That's the headline. Mm -hmm. And the fact of the matter is Trump never said a bad thing about Putin. And anytime he's asked about Putin or quotes uh, or, or says anything even remotely involved with Putin, it's, I admire him, I want to be friends with him, I, I think we should, you know, it's, and every other leader, even our friends, our, our alliances, well, he's this, he's that, he's a, you know, uh, he has all these nicknames for people, uh, and he's making fun of them on the world stage, and he's calling them this, this name and that name, but Putin, you know, uh, he's, he's like his best friend, so I don't understand, but everybody says Biden is in Putin's pocket, and meanwhile, Biden is is on TV and, and saying everything like we've got to shut him down. This is a bad guy. We can't let him do this. I'll but tell you, no, but, Biden, but Trump doesn't say a bad thing about him. And everybody's like, oh, no, it's Biden. It's Biden. Biden fucked up by not taking questions at, at that uh, press event. I don't think he was scheduled to take questions. OK, which is what a lot of people don't understand. I, I keep explaining this to people. There's photo ops. There's. Uh, press scrums, there's press conferences. They they're all on a schedule. You know what I mean. You can't Sometimes just shout they come out. out and say what they have to say. That's right. It. But a lot of times, the president of the United States, even though not scheduled, will walk over to a press scrum and answer questions. Sure. He should have answered some questions. He should have at least said, a really good leader would have said, "Listen," he would have given a generic politician's response. Obviously, this isn't good. We're keeping an eye on it. We're working with our allies in the region to see what we can do. Isn't that to basically get this. what he said? But he, he didn't answer questions in that one. They were doing a photo op and he wouldn't take questions and people were shouting questions. And now they're criticizing him for that. And that's what Trump said at the end of the thing. He didn't have an answer. He sh it, it is kind of your job as president to have an answer. Doesn't have to be a good one, but it's got, it should be an answer. Yeah, but you know, then... There was a, a a period of time. And everybody forgets that that Trump 
completely eliminated press conferences for months. I agree. So what the fuck are we talking about here? I just said that I was just, I can't remember who I was talking to, but they were like, oh, that son of a bitch. He can't even answer a question. And I go, this is the same guy you're talking about who literally said, I can't handle the press and I'm not going to have press conferences. And that went on for, I don't even, months, a months? year? I don't even remember how long that went on for. It was, I don't think it was a year, but it was definitely months, at least. I don't know how many, three, four. I don't, I don't remember the number. Right. But it was months yeah. that, that uh, I forget her name, didn't come out and, and answer one question. That, You're right. There was dust collecting on the, on the podium. You're right about that. Uh, Ivanka Trump is in talks to cooperate with Congress's January 6th panel and support their investigation into her father, former President Donald Trump, and his actions during the Capitol riots. Uh, according to the New York Times, during the insurrection, Ivanka and several other aides unsuccessfully tried to convince Trump to call off the rioters and end the violence. This included many people at Fox News as well. Um, the result was over 150 police officers uh, being injured, uh, some severely, five people being dead. Committee aides remain unsure of whether or not Ivanka will actually provide substantive testimony and information or whether she's just trying to delay her response to a January letter requesting she give voluntary testimony. I think uh, she doesn't matter with her. I don't care if we hear from her or not. We know the correspondence between her that she was trying to intervene uh, at least a little. What I want to see, I want Trump to answer these questions. I want him to be questioned by the committee. He's a civilian now. He's not the president. He should be brought in and questioned. Uh, this is this involved him, one hundred percent. This is was his thing that he could have came in earlier and said, "Everybody, stop! This is madness. You have to stop. We're calling in uh, national guard. You, you stand down. Go home." But four hours later, he was, uh, oh, "We love you, but you know, go home. We love you. Go home." After all, you know, all the madness happened. So. You know, I don't. One thing I don't understand is why this is taking so long. I get they have to investigate, have to go through everything, but I think it's pretty straightforward what happened uh, for the most part. I'm sure there's inner things that we don't know about. I get that, but from the surface, things appear pretty straightforward, at least in the governmental side of it. This, you know, there was a. a uh, a rally going on. Trump said, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. I'm going to be with, there with you. Of course, he wasn't there with them because, you know, he's he was back in the White House. And, and uh, but so the, they, the rioters went. Juliana said we would take it by force. They're, they're saying Mike Pence. They were saying shouting, hang Mike Pence. They broke windows. They, someone got killed. People died after the, after the fact from injuries. People were, were injured all over the place. Cops were injured. I mean, that we saw all that unfold on there's documentaries there's everything we saw unfold on TV. We, we saw it all. It wasn't it wasn't CGI. It was exactly well, how do we know it wasn't CGI? Hollywood. Oh, well, amazing things. Yeah. So then we can't trust anyone. I just saw a movie where Godzilla destroyed the Empire State Building. What's your response to that? I think the Empire State Building had it coming. Godzilla <laughs> is he's, he's, a, he's a genius. And the fact that he avoided uh, the fact that he avoided the Chrysler building was a, a great move. <laughs> savvy, very savvy on Godzilla's part to avoid the Chrysler building. He went right for the. See, people wonder why I'm friends with you. You're an asshole, but you're a funny asshole. Thank you.
Um, one of the spokespeople, by the way, before people jump all over the New York Times bit, one of the spokespeople for uh, Ivanka confirmed that she is in discussions with the committee uh, voluntarily to appear for an interview. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, I do think this is a big deal because nobody from the Trump family really ever break rank. And the rumors have been for a long time that Ivanka was unhappy, especially since this day with what her dad did and everything that happened. I still don't think that she'll go against him. I don't think that'll ever happen. Uh, maybe this is just a play to kind of keep things off at bay. You know, again, you wonder about why is this taking so long? Well, because she can drag this on for three months if she can't needs they just to. just subpoena people? Hey, come in on this date. That's the end of it. Well, they don't want to get to that point, and they'll give people the benefit of the doubt, and that's usually what takes a lot of time. That's what runs the clock up a bit. So, like with something this huge. I mean, anyway. if, it was, if it was a bank robbery and no one got hurt, I get it. You know, yeah. you get people involved, the witnesses, you take your time a little bit, I guess. So this is not that. I don't know what this, I don't know what her play is here, but I think the fact that she is even talking to these people is interesting. I do think that that's interesting. I think it was going to come down to that eventually anyway. And I think she's trying to come out. It's a little, maybe I'm just spitballing. Maybe it's her trying to um, show some kind of good faith. Maybe saying I want to, you know, uh, I'm willing to testify. Let's bring it. Let's bring it on kind of a, an attitude. Um, Could be instead of being asked to come in, which is a little more humiliating. She is the most intelligent out of that whole clan, out of all the Trump offspring. It's her. I think she's smarter than him, too. She's I, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. She I don't think she's brilliant. I think she's she's taught she speaks coherently. I'll give her that. Um, I'm not I'm not expecting you to put her up on a pedestal, but I but out of Eric and and, yeah, du she's and Junior, smarter, and, yeah, she's, she's the smarter the, of the three. She's the or, brains of the outfit. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Sure, sure. And I'm, I, mean, I got to tell you, I'm surprised she gives her dope husband. Like I'm surprised she's okay with her shitty husband getting as much credit as he does. Because she's really, she's smarter than him. I mean, she, she, he might be the dumbest one out of that whole fucking clan. Which, you know, he had like a major role in the government when he was there, when Trump was there. He was like in charge of a million things for some reason. Yeah. And we never hear from him anymore. You know. He's an idiot. I mean, that guy hasn't done anything right in his entire life. He's run every business he's gotten into the ground. He's only known because his dad was a big deal. And really hire the best people who bring in the best. Let's talk about the freak baby, Frank. This is going to scare people. And here's what I want to do. I want to keep my eye on this child because uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not entirely sure. Mm -hmm. But right here on Long Island in Valley Stream. Oh, boy. It's a little too close for comfort. What happened? Yesterday, a woman gave birth to a baby. So yesterday was February 22nd, 2022. Mm -hmm. Two. 22, 22. Could be, baby could be the second coming of Jesus. Could be a Satan. I don't know. I'm not here to make calls. I'm just saying, let's fucking keep our eye on this situation because it could be something one day. She gave birth to the baby, as you said, February 22nd, 2022, 2 at 2.22 in the afternoon. So 2.22, 2.22. Two 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 two. 
this motherfucker came flying out of a vagina and I don't know what it means, but I'm fucking worried and I'd like to get a security on it and just have this thing being watched. I don't know. Like if we, if we find out tomorrow that the two, 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 two freak baby just was levitating in his little bassinet, I'm not going to be surprised. Hopefully this baby weighed more than, uh, three pounds, six ounces, because that would be two pounds, 22 ounces. Two, two, two. I don't know. I'm sure I'm the baby sh- made more than that. I'm sure, it was, baby made more than that. No. Yeah. yeah, maybe you don't know. But uh, yeah, that's uh, at two twenty two exactly on two 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 two. Here's the other thing: I haven't been able to confirm this part of the story, but I have the AOA investigative team on it. Twenty two fingers, twenty two toes. That's what I'm being told now. Uh, again, uh, we hey, we not confirm confirm that. I haven't seen his fingers and toes yet. But they haven't, all, you know, they haven't shown, like, are they hiding something? Are they keeping that baby warm in the baby blanket? Or are they hiding 22 toes and 22 fingers? I don't know. You count toes, fingers, and eyes. That's baby 22. also had two eyes. That's good. Two eyes, two, two ears. Eyes, two nostrils. Two nostrils, two feet, two hands. All right. This is freaking me out a little bit. What was the name? Do we know the name? Two, First two. name? Probably two. Was he wearing a tutu? Mm-hmm. They put a two. They put him in the tutu. Yeah. Actually, and I it was know, Tuesday they, as well. They didn't give the kid's name. And it was Tuesday. And it was Tuesday. It was two for Tuesday. Let's be honest. Oh my! Oh my goodness. It was two for Taco Tuesday. I actually that? did legit. I legit had Taco Tuesday. I had did two tacos, tacos for two dollars a piece. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of mine was like, "You want to go get two dollar tacos? It's two for Tuesday on two I go, "I can I fucking say no to that." Oh yeah, hey, they're ninety nine cents at Taco Bell. No shit, no shit. So, um, one of the people who commented on the story from News Twelve, which is our little local news organization here on Long Island, uh, admitted that his sister was born on June sixth, nineteen sixty, weighing six pounds and six ounces. Now that's devil baby. Anybody check in on her? I don't know, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, it could be bad. You know, it could be really, really it could be Hillary Clinton, his sister. I don't know. I we got to see what she's up I to. Don't, all the time. Right. Exactly. We we have a lot to do. As Frank just said, investigations take a while. Okay. That's true. I'm fucking exhausted. I can't even talk about this Greg Abbott thing. I can't. What happened with Greg Abbott? Strikes again. Uh, Greg Abbott strikes again. Um. This was the guy, let's not forget, who banned mask mandates and then was in a position where he wanted to bring them back but couldn't because he already fucking banned. This guy's an idiot again, too. So what did he do now? I mean, like, we don't... I'm Ugh. at the point now where I'm like, all right, it's over. We don't need masks. But at the time, it was a premature move that this Abbott was just... This guy fucking... He loves a, a media attention. So anyway, this new thing now in Texas... A lot of it, a lot of stuff been going on with transgender people. Um, but Greg Abbott is calling on licensed professionals and members of the general public to report the parents of transgender minors to state authorities if it appears that the minors are receiving gender affirming medical care. The directive was part of a letter Abbott sent Tuesday to the Department of Family and Protective Services, calling on it to conduct a prompt and thorough investigation 
of any reported instance of minors undergoing elective procedures for gender transitioning. Abbott's letter follows an opinion released Monday by Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, which stated that allowing minors to receive transition care such as puberty blockers, hormone therapy, and surgery is child abuse under state law. Paxton issued the opinion after legislature failed last year to pass a bill that would have made it a felony alongside physical and sexual abuse to provide such care to minors. An opinion is an interpretation of existing law. It does not change the law itself, but can affect how it is enforced. So before we get into how people feel about this, you and I, or people that are watching or listening, they tried to pass this as a law and it failed. So in turn, they put out an opinion, an interpretation of current law to essentially achieve what they failed on getting actually on the books as a law. So what could be, let's say this happens and someone reports a situation like that. What's the, it would be treated as a child abuse situation. They would be, they would be, um, uh, what's the word brought in, I guess, on child abuse. So Abbott, Abbott has tasked licensed professionals who work with children, including teachers, nurses, and doctors, and members of the general public, so everybody, uh, with reporting such claims. He added that state law provides criminal penalties for failure to report such child abuse. So basically he's saying that anybody who is making an effort to have their child um, undergo transition it is actually child abuse and child abuse is of course uh you could be prosecuted for that i'll leave this one to you for to start <laughs> so let me say this without people getting absolutely crazy let me finish my whole entire thought here a lot out of the transgender community most of the issues that they have come from children doing this too early. Like the the 30 year olds who are like, fuck, I wanna go back, all feel like I shouldn't have been allowed to do this as a young kid. So there is- That's that. happening? It's happening. Yeah, the, oh, there's people that regret it. Like, there's people that regret okay. it. I regret agreeing to do this podcast every day. <laughs> Yeah, people have regrets. I understand that. <laughs> um, so ahead, it happens. I'm not point. saying it's in you know it's crazy out of control, but I'm saying I'm not saying it's everybody. All the transgender people, you know, I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying I just wish you'd be you know pro trans people. That's all. I, that's all I wish. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Saying there is an issue there, it does exist. Um, but I, I think this is a crazy, like a crazy even and I don't agree with this obviously. And and here's and. On top of this, I, what I think is being a mistake, I find it interesting that conservatives, Republicans, people who have built their political party off of less government, right. no government intervention. Good point. Right? When we're talking about masks in school, we're like, God damn it, let the parents decide. But now that a parent is, you That's know, perfect. come to this and it's kind of like, well, this is a child abuse. Yeah. So no. parents can decide when it comes to masks, but parents can't decide when it comes to this. And let's be honest, this is a tough, this is a tough thing for a lot of people to handle. 
You know what I'm saying? Not an easy spot for parents to to go through this process. So it's not, you know, I, here, okay, let, let me take it less off of a, a controversial topic. When parents ask kids what they want to be when they grow up, you know, when they're like fucking eight and shit and 12, you know, and they, and the kid goes a doctor or whatever, police, fireman, whatever they say, right? And then when they're like, like 17 and they're like, what do you want to do? And it's different. And they're like, well, I thought you wanted to be a doctor. Like that shit's bad. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that shit's a little damaging. Like they're fucking eight. What do you, you know? Well, well, they could change their mind. You know what I mean? Like some people kind of get locked into weird shit, put a little too much onus on these kids early on. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the path to transitioning is perfect without issue, without struggle. Right. But people, these people, this is their path. And I think it's their family's role to be as supportive as possible. To guide that path. Whatever to it is. To help guide the path. Whether it starts and doesn't Not finish. Not this Greg Abbott asshole. Right. Whether it starts and doesn't finish, whether it starts and finishes in 10 years or whatever, whatever it is, it's going to be different for every single person. And that should be up to the family and anybody, it's that's the thing. I think what they think, I think what they think, I could be wrong, but I think they see this as someone's going to wake up one day and just decide I'm going to be a different sex. That's not typically how transitioning takes place. It's something deep within that people feel that they are and that it doesn't go away. It's not decided on a whim. It's something in, inside them that, that they feel wholeheartedly and if that's the case with someone their family their doctors lay it all out for them i'm sure if it's if it's if they go whatever route they take surgery uh hormones whatever the route is and i'm speaking not on uh, i don't know i'm not trying to pretend like i know the uh road that transitioning people go through uh, because i don't but it's i would equate it with you know be just being yourself they want to be themselves right and if when they you know every day they get up and they go i'm i don't feel like myself this is how i would feel like myself it's the and if they're a minor i think they get their parents parents should help them and say this is where you know go lay it all out for them this is what we're this is what we're talking about what are you you know Get it all out on the table if, you know, if you're comfortable with that. And it should be up to the family, the parents and the person involved and and the doctors and everything. The government, all of a sudden now the government wants to tell you who you can be. Right. It's crazy because and I think like let's that's the struggle, right? With trans. That's the struggle. Exactly. Okay, my child's six feels this way. I mean, are they going to feel that way when they're eight? Are they going to feel that way when they're 10? Are they going to feel that way when they're 15? And when do you make that call? When do you start that process? I just don't know if anybody knows yet. Like if it, if a 25 year old person comes up to me and goes, shit, I'm tra- like this. I got, I, like you said, this is where I am. I think you're more likely to believe them than a fucking 12 year old. I think in most cases with anything, you're most likely to believe an adult over a fucking kid sure. making shit up. But if but that doesn't parent, take, that doesn't give this government the right. right to make that overreach and be like, well, this is child. like, cause you just don't, you just don't but, know. And, and everybody's different. So how can you 
blanket right. legislate something like this. Exactly. Plus, if you have, let's say there's that 12 year old kid and that's what they're thinking, or that's what they they feel. Well, it's not just a, all right, let's go down and, and have this done. It's a process. It's a right. lot. It's talks and talks and talks. It's not just a, uh, you know, like you're going to, to get fast food. It's a long process and it's right. It's all it takes a lot of self reflection and discussion, because I'm sure. Transversely, for lack of a better term, if you do hold off a person from doing that for fucking 10 years and they're just it's just 10 years of them living in agony of like, what the fuck? That's not good either. No, you know, that could so, be seen as abuse. Right. So Why I mean, that abuse, it's right. So it's just such a it's a it's a tough thing. Here's the great part about it is we're talking about it, which is good because I feel like anybody talking about it, even if they're like, I don't know what the right thing is here. I feel like it's good because you're normalizing the conversation, right? Yeah, no, which is good. Discussed it, brought it to the forefront. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but again, there is that weird thing. And again, we talked about this when we were talking about bringing up in school. It's like, when is the right time to talk about that? It's stuff in school, sex and, you know, yeah. uh, what you are, all this and that jazz. Who who really even knows? I don't think we've answered that question yet either. But, right. I know um, someone, I'm not equating it with, with uh with being gay it's different stuff it's different things i get that but i know someone who who is gay and they said that they knew since they were 10 right you know so it's not like they're total it's not like a kid is totally oblivious to themselves they you know they grow up they know they didn't this person didn't come out until they were adults right but they had they knew i i asked them and he said oh, yeah i knew when i was 10 but you know what's weird sometimes like sometimes it takes you a while to catch up to yourself. Like, sure, this is far less minor than realizing you're gay. But I, I was on like my like fourth or fifth brunette when I realized, holy shit, I have a type. <laughs> like, wait a second, all these girls look the same. Like, keep dating. I this must be my fucking. You know, it's weird. Like, it's kind of weird how that shit happens. Yeah, everybody figures things out at their own pace. Yeah. You, you know, we figured out on your fourth brunette that you like brunettes. <laughs> Which is a lie. I haven't had four girlfriends. But anyway, um, <laughs> I don't inflate those numbers to make myself sound better. Um, but, From what um, I understand, you have five girlfriends. But, <laughs> but anyway, my father would love that joke. He Thank would you. absolutely fucking love it. You could send that to him. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, the point is, is that no matter how you slice this complicated onion, this feels like an overreach. This and doesn't feels seem right feels pretty wrong this is, uh, yeah let's keep it in texas my friend <clears throat> great the on no under no circumstances would we ever be sitting here discussing the campaign of a railroad commissioner i didn't I mean, even know that was a thing yeah who even knew this was a thing it's not even particularly a campaign per se because it's a primary believe it or not Anybody else, when you hear the word railroad, you think Monopoly, like right away. 100% B&L, all the way. Right? What, what was the other one? Reading, which as a kid we always said is reading. Reading, yeah. Reading Railroad. B&L. B&L. The other two. Can't think of the other ones, but I always bought the railroads because that was part of my strategy of dominating a monopoly is buy the railroads. You got to get the railroads. You got to get the railroads first. You get all four of them, it's like fucking $400 if you land on one of them sons of bitches. So that's, that's killer. Pay it up. Pay it up. Anyway, uh, Sarah Stogner, everybody's talking about her because this is legit her campaign uh, video. It's her ass naked on top of an oil rig with a, with a cowboy. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> uh, I'm speechless. Pasties <laughs> and all. Pasties and all. And from her Twitter account, uh, Sarah Stogner, uh, and I'm quoting here, they said I needed money. I have other assets with the laughing emoji. Uh, what? Uh, mm-hmm. what, what is, um, she is a 37 year old GOP lawyer. She posted this TikTok and then posted it on a tweet, which I'm, I'm getting it from. Uh, this was posted on Super Bowl Sunday. It was shot in November, uh, by a documentary crew that she hired for her campaign against incumbent Wayne Christian. How does this guy have any chance at winning? I'm sorry. Uh, he better have some good assets too, but I yeah. don't know. She said, I knew it would be controversial. I didn't realize it would incite rage and anger that it did from the press. This is the first anger. time ever. Yeah. Who would be angry at this? What rage and anger? I'm not I'm not even kidding. I think I'd like to get her on the Trump uh cabinet when he comes back. I think the only way be. the only way that could have been better is if that oil thing was on. <laughs> and it was moving. <laughs> moving up and down. That's the only What's way. What's wrong with you? That's I'm too sorry. Far. That was, that's too but no, that's uh, that's a strategy, I guess. I don't know where she stands on the, the railroad issues, but uh, I guess she likes oil. Mm-hmm. Okay, nothing to do with. I could see, you know, if they, she was on a train, it would make more sense. By the way, I love oil, America. I haven't seen Elon Musk put together a campaign this captivating for a stupid electric car. Yeah. Now, I don't. Again, ra- railroad commissioner. I don't see. Anything to do with the railroad here? Um, I don't know why she's on an oil rig. Doesn't matter, Frank. The thing is, is this is the out of box thinking that we need as a country moving forward. I, first I of all, see. can I tell you the first thing I saw her do wrong is run for railroad commissioner instead of governor because I think that she could run circles around this Abbott. I think she could be she could beat out uh, Ted Cruz for a senator. For sure. What has Ted Cruz done that we could praise? Nothing like this. Not like this, my friend. Not like this. Uh, she has since apologized for it. Mistake. Never apologize to the left-wing media. Why? What was, what was the outrage? Why was everybody upset? I don't know. Because uh, people, con- people are conservatives are afraid of titties. Let's be honest. They're uh, just afraid of titties being out. Oh, no. That's secret stuff that they do behind closed doors and pay people for. You know They're not saying? even out. She's not, I mean, she's naked, but she, you, can't, you don't see anything. Mm. Everybody's got to relax a little bit. Anyway, we joke and kid, but honestly, I think this is an intelligent move because she's gotten. Look at the press she's gotten. For this. She's gotten the focus on her, and now she can start to say some real shit, and people are going to be listening, whereas before, nobody would have gave a fuck. I'm not saying, you know, all women should act like this, but she saw a path and took it. I think you're saying the only way people listen to women is when they take their clothes off. That's what, that's what you're saying. Not really, but I, I like what you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate the method you chose. Yeah, you know, you do it to me sometimes, so I got to throw it back. <laughs> of course. Uh, one of the guys in the Olympics had a frozen peen. That's... I never heard of just that area freezing and nothing, you know, like that specific area. Yeah. Just, hey... Remy Lindholm says it was so cold during a race at the games in Beijing over the weekend. His penis literally froze while he was competing. Here's this painful part about that. Does the pee inside freeze? Because that's even feels even worse. I I thought, I mean, if you're holding it, 
I don't think you, you know, it's not like you're it's filled with pee and you're holding it. It's, it's pee. You hold it from your bladder. Mm. Uh, Lindholm said the horrifying injury happened during Saturday's men's 50K. Uh, the where the temperatures dropped so low that officials actually delayed the start of the shortened race. They shortened the race from 50 to 30 kilometers. Um, the precautions, though, clearly didn't help because he said that after spending over an hour on the race course, his junk turned into a popsicle. Um, Lynn Holmes said that he needed a heat pack to thaw everything out, but added that once he got warm, the pain was unbearable. Oh, God. Yeah. Turns you out this worry. was... Yeah. Wait, not the first time that Lynn Holmes has experienced this. He said it happened to him at a race in Finland in 2021. Why is this only happening to this guy? <laughs> this poor bastard. I think he's got a huge hog. I think that's what he's saying. My that, dick is so big. It's far away from the heating power of my body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First of all, we can't get a little heater in this guy's jock strap. I feel like this should be allowed for these athletes. You know, yeah, you know those little packs that like workers out to construction they put in their gloves. Yeah. yeah. Throw that down there. Throw that in there. Men, women, you know, protect the hoodies, the rear end, the the peens, the everything. That's important stuff. So you got to worry about frostbite. I mean, he didn't lose anything, right? No, he didn't lose anything, but that's that's a painful. I mean, yeah, I I was outside the other morning clearing off the cars when it snowed, and I was like, oh fuck, my hands! Like I was like, my hands! I was like, oh, I can get this off, I can get this off. And then at one point, I was like, oh shit! I ran inside, and my oh, hands going from freezing to warm, it hurt so bad. I can't even imagine. I can't. I can't imagine that either. Can't imagine. But you ever you ever like your hands are in snow or whatever it is, and you go right into like a. a under your sink, your kitchen sink, you get yeah. hot water. Hot pain. Oh, it's the worst pain. Uh, it's still, not gradual; it's terrible. Still yeah. not on Truth Social. In fact, I think we have a fan feedback on this, uh, so we'll get to that in a second. Before we get to fan feedback, a new highlight reel is out right now. Um, so everybody, go check that out if you want. It's on Facebook, God, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. You could see it at any one of those spots. It might be in your mailbox too, right outside your house. I, it might be in the mailbox. Else. Yeah. Check um, out. It is maybe one of Frank's funniest moments. I'm a little mad at him though because it took four hours to produce the 60 second reel. Nobody told you to produce anything. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. I, I mean, I, we, there was just so many edits and and shit and everything that we had to do. Um. But anyway, let me see if I could just pull this up just to show people. That's what she said. Uh, no, I can't even put this on the screen. Anyway. Which one is it? Oh, it's on Facebook. Well, because it shows all the behind-the-scenes stuff on my little view here, and I don't want everybody seeing, like, some of the – I can't show some of that stuff. Um, what, what's Do you know what we were talking about? What was the scene? Um, no, what we oh, so what what was it about? It was right. about um the Frank Fap Fap Club. Yeah. Oh, nice. the, the people diddling themselves to you. Uh which is, you know, that's that's worthy. That's worthy. Very flattered. But well, I don't know why I was I don't remember being funny during that. Oh, you were hysterical. Yeah. And okay. yeah, everybody watch it and watch it to the end. And then and then pause the end and really pay attention to the end because the end is fantastic just fantastic we have um, the best ends in the business yes we're we're getting out new highlight reels 60 second clips of the show 
Um, and that was a good one. Please share sometimes, those. It's super important for our growth. Go ahead. Sometimes 60 seconds with this show is all you can take, and we get that. That's, that's definitely the case for me. It's definitely the case for me. Okay, fan feedback here. Um, always getting your comments. Always reading your reactions. Please keep those coming. Um, they are fun to read. I love them. Yeah. And Twitter. Uh, 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 yeah, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, especially. We get. I think we get the most on YouTube. If I'm not mistaken. A lot of comments on YouTube, Facebook as well. Yeah. So um, and I, here's why I love them because when Frank and Janine uh, gang up on me, I could, I could. I can trust that you will be there for me, uh, including Annie, who says about Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend, she has got a fucking worm face. She looks like she should be popping out of an apple. She's quoting me here. Yep. She's saying, I died during that. Thank you. All right. It doesn't say she, she agreed with you, but she laughed at it. Yeah. Uh, Priscilla writing in on the last episode. Great episode. New merch with a wink. Take your top off if you need help. Did we say that? Yeah. Well, that was the coffee. Uh, Starbucks coffee. Right. Take the that's top right. off of the coffee. That's pretty funny. Take your top off if you need help. Fuck, that's really good. That is good. Double meaning. We're not talking, but hey. Take your top off, take if, your you top need off help. if you need help. Ooh. That's pretty funny. We had to develop that. That's good. That's a really good one. Uh, oh, can't share that one. I did share that one with you privately, though. Uh-oh. Um, oh, yeah, and if anybody's wondering, we don't delete anything. If people put up, if you put up a, a comment and instantly you can't find it, it goes away, that's not us deleting it. The only okay. the only situation we would ever delete anybody's comments is if it's uh, hate, you know, like hate speech or anything like that. Yeah. Um, hi, Ant. I don't even know. LOL Axe. I don't even know. Anyway. Hi, Ant. Uh, I'm a fairly new listener from England and want to let you know how much I enjoy listening to all of you, especially Frankie C. Ooh, thank you. Who's this? Purple Heart. L-O-X. L-O-L Axe. I don't know. I can't read that. Okay. L-O-L Axe. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, what does Purple Heart mean? I don't, I don't know what that means. I think she's a heart. There's many colors of she hearts. She chose purple? Purple is a nice color. It's actually my favorite color. Little known fact. Oh, interesting. I was shocked and somewhat impressed when you and Frankie stated in a previous podcast that you didn't know what the currency of England was. How have you made it this far in life not knowing we use pounds? Fair question. We knew. I thought we. FYI, quid is slang for pounds. Anyway, okay. thanks for the three of you for making uh, me laugh every day. P.S. Oh, shit. P.S. You made another Anthony when you said delusion, delusionness, not a word. Oh, okay. So every time we screw up a word, it's called an Anthony. That's an Anthony. That's offensive. I, I like it. I think that sticks. <laughs> I don't care for that. Um, <laughs> uh, I think we did know that it was pounds. I think we knew, but quid is. We didn't we know were that quote in the article was quid. I think. Yeah, we said quid. Uh, no, I no quid wasn't in the article. And I, and I I think I might have said I don't know if it was euros or pounds. I still don't know the difference between what a euro is and a pound. I don't know what the symbols are, but I know pounds are what they use in England. I do know that. So, but I love the comment anyway, even though you. The yeah, and if quid, if we know the slang, that's good enough. <clears throat> that's yeah. like saying a buck for a dollar. Hey, I just tried. Oh, there's, that's the jumpstart thing. I read that already. Um, oh, you found it twice now. You couldn't find it at all last time, but now you found it twice. <laughs> uh, Bird, always great comments. Sitting here. Eating my 10 a.m. bowl of Frosted Flakes, watching the previous night's episode of AOA, and I'm getting the best part 
of the cereal. You know, there's barely any flakes left and it's time to drink your frosted dreams. Yes. So Ant is reading fan feedback and he reads the one about going, about doing God's work. And I snort, laugh, frosted heaven all down my chin. Anyway, God is weird. <laughs> I remember frosted. saying God's work. I can't remember what I said it for now. I do remember that. Yeah, but you're right. I don't remember what the talking about style girl hey guys truth social is being crashed because too many people tried to join at the same time if you get through to make an account you are then put on a waiting list i am one hundred and eighty-five thousand. the other thing i heard is that they're vetting applicants to eliminate bots well that's bullshit that because is, i'm sure they're gonna want as many bots as they can get oh yeah i don't think that that's gonna matter i mean bots are bad for business but you know jump up your numbers though yeah but i mean that people get people get annoyed with that kind of shit they don't want to be on that i i you get, mean trolls no bots like i'll get tagged no. and we get tagged and stuff all the time and it's very irritating i i report that shit right away where it's like oh buy these watches or something or discount sunglasses oh, yeah, I hate and you're that like shit. the fuck and, and but you you're tagged in it and then five thousand other people are tagged in it which you can't really even do I'm fairly i'm fairly certain that the and i could hey i could be wrong but i'm 90 percent sure that the holdup with truth social is not them weeding out bots I think that is a, bullshit. It's just an assumption that I'm making. I'm yeah, not... I, I it, it could be part of it, but I don't think it's the whole reason. And also, I think it's this is really this is not how you launch a social media network. No. It's not how it's done. The last one to have a first of all, TikTok doesn't count because it was pandemic, and that was you know that that's an exception to the rule. It was great uh, the way they did it. But Clubhouse, I'd say, would be the other closest thing. And Clubhouse went the exclusivity route, like. Not everybody can join it, and there was just so much buzz about it. And then when they let people join it, it was people who were already in, and they could only invite one person. So you had to be invited. So that was like a big thing. It's like, is ooh, it's, look, I got invited. Is it still a thing? Like, if people... The, to my point, they were the last ones to do it well, and here we are all this time later, and nobody gives a shit about nobody Clubhouse shit. anymore. And then because what happened? Uh, Facebook, Twitter, they all made their own fucking clubhouses where people already had followings and didn't have to rebuild. That's why that's why creators abandon platforms because the bigger ones just add that piece in and then they go, oh, fuck, I'm not going to worry about building my influence on Clubhouse. I've already got a million followers on Twitter. I'll just do the Clubhouse stuff on Twitter. Exactly. And that's why that's why these apps tend to fail. Uh, Jody, JSABs was this one of Epstein's associates for your job escapades. It sounds really weird. That guy was creepy. The guy who interviewed her for the, mm -hmm. whatever. I don't remember what the oh she was like going to be an assistant. He was he was creeping out. Or did he just? Episode. Or did he just want to make sure he didn't have to be politically correct? That's the weird thing. It's one of those two. And boy, you hope it's the politically correct one. Yeah. Did he? Did you have to call him daddy? You know, if you're interviewing someone, I feel like that's that's an on the don't ask list. That's yeah. that's a definite no no. Yeah. Uh, Jody also commenting on my Islanders game story where the girl got uh, touched on the back by that drunk guy hmm. and, and my wife was all over it. And I was like, anyway, Jody says Anthony's wife handled it because Anthony was still talking about the pros of not bringing the kids to the arena. His wife is used to mostly testing. She did a great job. So credit to cuddles there from Jody. Absolutely. Yeah, I kind of blew that one. You did, but that's all right. Uh, Glowworm, funniest shit from last episode. Frank reenacting writing on the Starbucks cup. Should we, uh, <laughs> should we get to, I, I, I don't know if I should put 
How do you spell in trouble? But should I abbreviate? Okay. Okay. Uh, Lorraine, Havana syndrome. My cousin was one of those government workers at the Cuban embassy. They were sent home because so many people were complaining about headaches, ringing of the ears, migraines, etc. Yikes. Um, I feel like that's stuff we see in the movies. Like they point a big look at like satellite dish looking gun at someone and they go. Oh, yeah. You know. That's, uh, that's this, what that is. This from, this is a great name. Dingalingus. <laughs> <laughs> from um, from the Latin. Of, uh, that's a Latin term. <laughs> Dingalingus Maximus. Dingalingus writes in uh, Havana syndrome is not real. It's just different disinformation to get people on board with having enemies towards the U.S. Classic American false flag type situation. Just listen to the folks. Everything is so vague. They are being attacked everywhere they go. Who are they? They are not even important people. I don't believe it at all. All right. Dingalingus brings up some pretty good points. These are not terribly important people, a lot of them. I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing because you kind of just want to see what you can get away with if you're testing something out, first right. of all. And not to mention that a, a couple of the people worked next door to the White House right? in that that's, story. And that's only the people we know about. Right. So maybe it happened to some important people that they just kept it quiet. S Somebody's got to be the guinea pig before you actually use this thing on, on a really big target. And in that 60-minute story, they did say that a cabinet-level person was affected. So, you know, who who knows? Perhaps perhaps much like COVID, some people are more susceptible to it than others. You know, I don't really know. Um, but I will say, and Dingalingus didn't say this, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, like the people in the Cuban embassy, like maybe they just wanted to get the fuck out of there. And they were all just like, oh. Not that they were coordinating something together, but I'm saying if you want to get out of a situation, everything that gets uh, yeah, I don't know emphasized. But uh, hey, thanks for the comment, Dingalingus. Yeah, thanks for the name. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, the real uh, oh anyway, uh, Nicola Jack writing in about the uh, nursery rhyme that Prince Andrew remember they were singing the nursery rhyme about Prince Andrew. That's a real nursery rhyme, which we assumed. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, we Here don't know is. the tune how it goes. I don't, yeah, I don't know what the tune is, but the words are, the grand old Duke of York, he had 10,000 men. He marched them up to the top of the hill, and he marched them down again. So, is that insulting, though? It sounds like, like the Duke of York does nothing. Like, oh, he just... He just marched someone up and down the hill. Yeah, because he's got 10,000 men, so he marched them up the hill. That sounds insulting, if that's the original one. I don't even know. I don't. You know what a weird, a weird thing is that I never realized until not that long ago, which I should have, that no, most people don't even realize? Humpty Dumpty, everybody th thinks, you, when, when you picture Humpty Dumpty, what do you picture? An egg. Never says he's an egg. Never. I, I, you know, everybody pictures an egg for some reason. What is it? Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty, Humpty Dumpty, Dumpty had, a, had a great fall. All great the king's horses, all the king's men put Humpty back together again. It doesn't have to be an egg. That's true. Nobody said it was an egg. It could be a dinner plate for all we know. It's the fake news media. They want you to believe it was an egg. Nobody That's ever said it. Big egg company. We're going to put a stop to that. When I'm president, eggs will have equal say. It's but big pharma. But eggs can't serve in our military. Big pharma did it. See what I did there? Farm. Big pharma. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it either. I'm tired. My jaw's right. hurting. Can't do this anymore. Fucking That's annoying. That's what he said? I don't know. I got a fucking jaw pain in here. It's been driving me crazy all show. 
You know how you know it's bad? I, I didn't eat dinner. That's how you know. That's how you know oh, shit's shit. fucking going down. That's that. Go to the doctor. What do you call that pain when the pain is right at right the right where your jaw? Not here. We're here so much, but right here. <laughs> oh, shape, shape. <laughs> Richard, me what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> I don't know what that pain is called, but uh, it doesn't sound good. Um, is your wife happy? It could be from that. Yeah, I just, I, it's fucking killing me. Anyway, I've had enough. Is it, is it like sometimes, you know, we had a friend that, that had pain like that and it was, you know, a problem with his jaw. So like, check it out. Is Did it, we? You know, yeah, we do. He doesn't, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't live close to us anymore, if that helps. Oh, is that right? I'll have to ask him about this. It's yeah. fucking driving me crazy. Is this recent? Like it's all just today. Today. Any I better was... since it first happened? No. It's gotten worse. Hmm. And I'll tell you what's even worse. I wear my earpiece in this ear and I've had you just pounding down into it. It's just driving. It's been even. I'm, it's, I'm sorry. I should get an award for this episode. That's, Is there like, do you feel like a bump or anything there? No. No, like. Nothing feels like. I, this feels like a sinus thing to me because this, this feels like the same pain that you get like around here when you get like that sinus headache. Hmm. I don't know if there's a sinus underneath like cavity. The glands. No. No, it's right here. I don't know. Then I mean, maybe web web and d that stuff. No, I don't do that because then I'll be up all night and I won't fucking sleep. Dentist, go to the dentist. They'll figure it out. Take an X ray. Yeah, just I could, oh, I could go for a good old painkiller right about now. I took three Tylenol. It did nothing. Aleve. I find Aleve works for me. Yeah. Not saying Tylenol is bad. I'm just saying I use Aleve because. That takes that, that. That usually does a good trick. I'm ready to tape onions under my feet. That's how fucking bad this is. Can't hurt. That's a hell of a callback. All right, uh, you got anything else? I'm good. That's it for us. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for watching or listening. Don't forget the new merch that's up at the store. ShopAnthonyOnAir.com. Um, and of course, Jumpstart Coffee Company. Save fifty percent. Link in the description below. Order up that Jumpstart Coffee Company. Do it. Do it now while that discount code still works. AOA15. Catch you guys on the next one.